0: We sound, like,
1: so smart. You ready? (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to the Run Galloway Girls podcast. I'm Naomi. I'm Liz,
0: and we're the Run Galloway Girls, and we are here with another extra episode this week, episode four. So today we are going to talk to you about beginning running using the Galloway method, what... You need to get started to become a runner, a little bit about our stories and how we became runners, which I know we've touched on a tiny bit before, Um, but stay tuned because yeah, this is coming at you right now, like you pressed play, so you're going to hear it. There's no waiting. Um, So one of the very first things, we were chatting on a walk about what you need to start running. Um, Everybody talks about how free running is as a sport, but there's one thing that you need. And I think that it's so important if you want to become a runner,
1: you need to get the right shoes. Yeah, and how do you get the right shoes? So you don't just go online and order a pair of cute shoes, although that sounds fun. You do really need to go to a specialty running store and get fitted. Um, Hopefully there's one in your area. Roadrunner Sports is a good nationwide brand. Yeah. Us, we have uh, Potomac River Running, which is an awesome local brand. Jeff
0: has his own store, um Fidipides. Fidipides. I can never say right. Fidipides. And Fidipides is the guy who ran the first marathon. Um, so he actually started the very first specialty yep. running store in, in the country. The country in the world. In the world. So, yep. And now specialty running stores are everywhere. And if you don't have a specialty running store near where you live, there are some tips online, specifically Roadrunner Sports Online has some great tips on how to order shoes. And you really want to look at your feet and how you walk and how you run before ordering something. Most people pronate. A vast majority of people overpronate. And so my suggestion usually with brand-new runners – Especially if you are starting running because you feel like you have a little extra weight on you, err on the side of slightly over pronation and um, slight, slight she- stability. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that, like, Go a little more supportive than neutral, um, especially if you're making this decision on your own. Trust the guidance of the person in the running store if you're going to a specialty running store. And the reason why I say that is a lot of new runners complain of shin splints. And how shin splints happen, how they occur, is when you have slightly too much pronation and your arch gets stretched out as you begin running. And so this is a really simple way to
1: kind of keep that from
0: happening and you can always adjust when it's time to get your second pair of shoes.
1: Yeah, and you may find that you need orthotics or inserts in your shoes. Um, and they,
0: they don't have to be orthotics from no, a podiatrist that no. are like a million dollars. No, like
1: $80, slightly custom. They basically heat them up and melt them to your feet. I wear those from Roadrunner Sports makes them. Um, and the way one way you can find out whether you do have high arches, um, aside from how it feels in your shoes, is... You can do the either the paper bag test or the towel test where you take your foot, you wet it, and then you set it down on, um, on a surface like a piece of paper, and you can see that outline and how much um, arch is actually showing on the paper or on the towel.
0: Yeah. And even if you're not going to do custom um, custom inserts, mm-hmm. uh, there are also things called super feet mm-hmm. that are pretty great. You can even as simply as going to like a Dr. shoel's insert. I remember working in the training room when I was in high school and this is long story long and I don't even think Naomi knows this, but my major in college and like what I went to Catawba for was athletic training. And so I worked in the athletic training room in high school from sophomore year through senior year and I taped ankles and I you know did teardrop tapings for a lot of fallen arches and we would always give runners who were complaining of shin splints the advice of go to get Dr. Scholl's insoles Mm. for your shoes because running shoes come with like a little five cent insole you've got this you know hundred dollar two hundred dollar shoe with a fifteen five to 15 cent insole and so replacing those insoles the majority of runners do need a better insole and it can make your shoes last longer mm-hmm. but that said if you don't need it you don't need it yes so
1: you know less is more unless more is more <laughs> so yeah and so we get back to shin splints because that is one where if you have higher arches sometimes that will be one of the issues you'll get as you start out yes so, what can we what can you do when you're starting out when you get that horrible feeling in the front of your shins what what are some things we can do to so make that pain go away
0: so when you're getting shin splints and you're a brand new runner and you're just starting out it's basically a big warning sign that you started to do too much too fast specifically too much speed and too much running and your body wasn't ready for it so first thing you're going to do is scale back scale back on your running mm-hmm. but if walking doesn't hurt go ahead and keep walking get that distance up 10% a week that get that intense or that intensity up 10% a week um To treat the actual shin splint, you want to support the arch in that foot. You can do it through um, a KT taping, a teardrop taping. You could even decide to take a little visit to a podiatrist and get your foot checked out. Um, And then you can freeze Dixie Cups full of water. And the reason you're going to use little paper Dixie Cups is then you're going to rip off the little top of them and use them for ice massage on your shin. All that's gonna do is help the pain, um, but uh, it's it's amazing. It can really help the pain, calm it down. Um, and once you back off for two weeks, and then ease in more gently, those sh- and you've supported your arch either with the right shoe or an insole. Those
1: shin splints should kind of resolve. And one way, another way to help would be to you know slow down and like Liz said, back off. But also uh, bring in more walk breaks. So whether or not you're already using Galloway, um, you know, that might be, that might be the time to start, or maybe you're starting with Galloway method and you are, but you can take your walk breaks from, if you were previously doing, you know, 60, 30s, a minute running, 30 seconds walking, you can take, keep that down to a 30, 30 or something that's Or even help. 15, 30s yeah.
0: while you're recovering, just replace the running minutes with walking minutes while you're in pain. And then as you're building back up, don't let those shin splints come back all the way. As soon as you start to feel that twinge, ease back for that day and kind of keep pushing that point further and further as you keep going. Mm -hmm. So so another common running injury. Before we do that, let's go over when you go to your specialty running store, how to pick the right shoe. So let's say they have said you're a neutral runner, you need neutral shoes. And they have you try in five different neutral shoes. How do you pick which one?
1: Mm -hmm. So which one feels the best on your feet, the most comfortable, right out of the box?
0: And the one that you like the colors of the best. (laughs) Because if you like the colors and it's comfortable, you're going to wear it. Yep. If it's super comfortable, but but it's ugly and you hate it, you're probably not going (laughs) to wear it. or if you love the colors and it's uncomfortable, you're probably not going to wear it. So it should be super comfortable right out of the box. does not matter which brand it is. It does not matter how much it is. Just go with comfort. Be completely blind to brands. Go for comfort. Mm-hmm. Go for what you like. Um, and be ready to run. And then the, the other little thing. Oh, my gosh. It was in my brain. Where did it go? I don't know. Well, on that, I just
1: want to say also that there actually is some science behind the colors you choose to wear. And so if you pick, like, neon colors, it makes you – it can make you faster. I mean, unless you, like, really hate neon. But for most people, there are, like – you pick certain colors, and you're like, this is – I'm going to be fast today. So maybe that's another technique is, like, these shoes, these colors can make me super fast. Well,
0: plus, when you have really cool-looking shoes – um, people might come up to you and be like, oh, do those shoes make you run fast? Or, or is that just something we say to kids? <laughs> so I run a child care center and, um, and we say that to kids all the time and I kind of get a little upset that nobody says that to me when I re- wear really cool running <laughs> shoes. Nobody says, oh, I bet you can run so fast in those. <laughs> um, oh, and then um, the other thing when you're buying your running shoes, take your street shoe size mm, mm-hmm. and... Go ahead and let them measure your foot and try on a si- try on a half to a full to even a, yep. a size and a half up because your foot will expand the longer you run and it's it's again it's one of those things with clothing like get over the size it's just a number. I remember this is so embarrassing. But I used to say that I wanted foot reduction surgery because I were a ten and a half, and I was like, my feet are so ugly and gross, and like I wanted like cute little dainty seven yeah, and a halves, right? But that's not who I, that's and, not who I am. And they, it's not that your feet will expand permanently.
1: Well, um, I don't know, maybe. I, but <laughs> I did. Gain,
0: I gained. I think I was just cramming my feet into shoes too that were too small. small for a long time. Oh yeah, but my feet are definitely bigger, like thirty marathons. Later. Yeah, well,
1: and they w- but they'll swell with with heat, and so like as you're running, your feet are gonna get warm, and so they'll swell, and so you you know go up at least. I like a full whole, at least one whole size. Up.
0: Sometimes a size and a half. It depends yeah. on the
1: brands. Oh, for In sure. In my
0: Nike Next Percents, I had to go up a full.
1: One like, like one and a half, yeah.
0: so, right? So in like a street shoe, I would wear like a nine and a half or a ten, and in my running shoes, I wear a ten and a half or an I have to wear an eleven in yeah. the um in the Vaporflies. Yeah, so. Um, so as so as far as shoes go, you do need them. This is the one investment that you need to make when you're beginning running, and it's not just to help prevent running injuries. It's also a little investment to motivate you to stick to your plan because you did spend $150 on that cool <laughs> pair of shoes that are going to make you run super fast. And but by fast, we mean
1: whatever like, you we, want it we, London, it doesn't we need
0: to come up with like a little acronym yeah. for what fast means yeah. like fun like fun awesome <laughs> silly
1: and, and terrific <laughs> we'll work on that yeah <laughs> but and it's so personal so I know you're gonna say you're gonna go ask your running friends what do you wear and that's you know they're gonna have their opinion and it's just an opinion so do go and check try them out and again, yeah. Be blind to brand. I love that. Like, yeah. Um, well, and find it works for you. Cool
0: trick. Cool tip. Roadrunner Sports. If you don't have a specialty running store in your area, and I definitely recommend go to a specialty running store in your area and support them because these are usually small businesses, mm-hmm. and even the national brands like retail it's tough and we want retail spaces like this to 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 continue to exist so go in person but if you don't have something close by roadrunner sports has an amazing return policy so you can order oh my gosh excuse me you can order a bunch of different shoes to your house try them on figure it out and then return the ones that don't work Yeah. yeah So, all right. So, now that we have our brand new shoes and we're all jazzed about running, what else are we on the lookout for when it comes to, like, possible new runner
1: hiccups? Yeah, so my one of mine was the runner's knee, and that's so oh, many different things. It definitely
0: is. So, runner's knee, oh, usually, <laughs> what, what, what does it say, like, usually, because I can tell you usually, like, what I've heard it to be. Is well, there are multiple IT different syndromes.
1: <laughs> yeah, IT is one of them, but and there's just tendonitis around your knees. Yeah. Um, and there's also um, plica syndrome. If you
0: have, so yeah. so plica has plica. actually it's actually been kind of disproven. Um, it's like artifact on the MRI. So oh. we're looking at we're looking at a website right now. So runners' knee in general, you're going to see patellofemoral pain, pain syndrome specific more often in women, although men get it as well. And what it is is inflammation um, behind the kneecap at the patella and the femur, there's a joint where it, where it connects. And it's due to a weak VMO, which is a va- your vastus medialis oblique, which is your smallest quadricep muscle. Yeah. And so what you wanna do is, generally, if, if that's the runner's knee that you're dealing with, um, it's gonna hurt when you're sitting for a long time. It's gonna hurt going up and down stairs. It's actually not gonna be super bad while you're running. It's gonna be more like getting around going downstairs is the worst, not climbing up so much and sitting. And so you do want to make sure that you're taking good care of that little small quadricep muscle that's in the shape of a teardrop just on the medial side or inside of your knee. Um, You can do some leg lifts, some straight leg leg lifts to focus on that in all four directions. And then I like taking a foam roller or a coffee can sit down on your butt on the floor, stick it under your knee, and you do, like, this tiny little extension from kind of where your knee is kind of supported, barely bent over a foam roller, and you just do a little lift up and down, up and down, and that's going to isolate that VMO. Um, and then we I had also mentioned um,
1: IT band. So IT mm-hmm. band syndrome is going to hit you on the outside of the knee. From where, um, yeah, it connects all the way up? at your hip so it's gonna yeah it but some people do get it towards the knee and some people are gonna feel it up higher on their hip
0: yeah and so that is uh usually caused by weak glutes um And so what happens is your glutes are weak, so your IT band tries to tighten up to support your hip, and you'll get that pain on the outside of the knee. Usually when people are running a lot of hills, they'll have issues with their IT band, and it'll feel like their knee is locking up or tightening up. So if you have that tightening feeling in your knee, it could be IT band syndrome. What you want to do, resist the urge. to roll out the outside of your leg. What you want to do is focus on strengthening your glute meds, which are like the smaller glute muscles, and you want to focus on strengthening those muscles. Um, We're big fans of physical therapists. You can self-refer, if you live in the United States, to physical therapy for 30 Some I think it's as long as six weeks now, Um, but I think Mm -hmm. it's at least 30 days um, where you can go and get an eval, get some um,
1: exercises, and be on your way back to running. Right. And so that's um, a really common one for a lot of different injuries is those weak glutes. We, um, in our society, sit a lot and Mm -hmm. don't fire our glutes at all. And so one thing that you can also try to be just conscious of, in addition to doing those exercises... Once a day is just kind of being conscious of firing your glutes when you are running and not letting your quad do all the work, your quads do all the work.
0: And we have no affiliation with the Recover app, but we have both started using the Recover yeah, app is for strength training. Brought to you by Strava. And so we love the Recover app. They have lots of different, um, like kind of PT or almost like prehab exercises mm-hmm. in there. And you can put in exactly what your, what your, you know, trying to fix and it's fantastic. So definitely check that out as well. Um, So we talked more, less about beginning running and more about injury (laughs) prevention, but I would say that those are the main two beginning running. Yeah. Um, Beginning running injuries. And then the other complaint of new runners is that they feel breathless, Mm. that they just feel like they can't do it. They're tired. They're heavy breathing. And while some people do have exercise-induced asthma, actually both of us Mm -hmm. do, um, I would say for most new runners, and it could be exercise-induced asthma as well, but for a lot of new runners, you really just need to chill out, slow down, cut your runs, make them shorter, make them slower, take more walk breaks. Um if you're really huffing and puffing and it's not resolving during a 30 second walk break, go get evaluated by your doctor. Um but it should it you know, like let's say you are using 1530s and you are coughing up a storm. That's your red flag to go to the doctor. But If you're huffing and puffing and you can recover within 30 minutes to two minutes or 30 seconds to two minutes, then you probably are just pushing too hard during those runs. Remember, we're trying to become runners for life, not for this week or not through that race.
1: And that's another important thing is that when you start a running program, running plan, you start a couple of days a week, it's going to take a little bit of time before it doesn't feel Doesn't hurt every time you go out the door. So, oh, and the first mile is hard. The first first, mile is even harder. Yeah. For us. Even years and years in.
0: Yeah. So, but the mile two and mile three is so rewarding. I always say you can't trust the first mile and you can't trust the last mile. First mile is going to feel hard because you're just getting going, and the last mile is going to feel
1: hard because it feels like it's never going to end. So, (laughs) but so you'll, you know, you'll want to, you're creating a habit, you're hopefully gonna at least give it at least like three weeks to see how this goes if you are you know again we're not talking about going out and running three miles every other day we're talking about you know it's a combination of 10 minutes of walking 10 minutes of of a run walk one run, run interval you know and five ten, and 30 yeah. 10 10 seconds of running 30 yeah. seconds of walking and then back to 10 minutes of running and that's your 30 minutes
0: and then um running specific clothes do you need them right off right out the Gate, do you Eh. need to go like get?
1: All new running-specific clothes? No, but you if you're female, you probably need a sports bra. Yes. It's probably going to be something that's going to become uncomfortable very and quickly. I'm horrible
0: at this because I wear my sports bras mostly for moral support. But if your sports <laughs> bra has had a birthday, it's too old. Ooh. So you should throw your
1: sports <laughs> bras away after a year because they do lose elasticity. Yeah. And you'll notice that in the band will start to feel or look a little scratchy or stretchy. Yeah, if
0: it feels like you want to lounge in it, It's probably not good for running. And then, you know, for men, you probably also want some, you know, maybe sports specific under things. Uh, We'll have to bring Chris on here to kind of talk about men's uh, information. For those of you who don't know, Chris Twiggs is Galloway's chief training officer, um, and he does all of the customized training for the Galloway program. Um, And so he'll be our resource for, you know, kind of men's specific things. But this is the Run Galloway Girls podcast, so we're going to stick to a little. A little more girl-specific here. Um, I also think that clothing can be a great reward, mm-hmm. too, if you're looking for motivation. So week before week one, you buy those awesome shoes. That's your motivation. At the end of week one, maybe treat yourself to like some cool running shorts or mm-hmm. a really Cute cool top. running tank or mm-hmm. something like that. And give yourself a little prize as you build your running wardrobe. The other thing that can be great is larger races have expos and that, that can be a great place to expand your running wardrobe or you can kind of like find a really cool brand that you like and pick out what you're going to treat yourself with um, as your little goals. Um, we both really love um, rabbit, running rabbit clothing because they're super soft. Um, what are some of the other brands? Wazelle is another brand that we like super love. Yeah. Um, and then sparkle, we love sparkle athletic. Um, it's the most fun way to run is to sparkle. So definitely check, uh, check out their little sparkle skirts. Cause
1: I mean, if you're going to have a party, have a big one
0: and sparkle on your runs. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, and that's actually yet yeah, expos. bigger expos for races at big races. They will have like, they'll have booths with some of the different shoe vendors. You can try on different shoes as well as, you know, sometimes you'll be able to touch and feel the clothing and see what brands you like and um, pick up something that's yeah. kind of a, a reward.
0: So definitely let us know how or where you are in your running progress and you know what it was like for you starting out running. I know that we said that we were going to talk about how we started running, but we're running short on time because we have to go pick up um, Naomi's son from daycare. But I w- just wanted to touch a little on how can a runner who's already running incorporate the Galloway method and begin with the Galloway
1: method and while they're an experienced runner trying to get faster, what could they do? Yeah, so, and I'm, this is coming from experience because I did not run with Galloway until about five years ago, and, um, but what you can do if you are looking for how, I'm being told I'm supposed to be doing 80% of my runs at easy pace. You can, you know, think about that in terms of, okay, well, I can't figure out how to get slower I can't figure out how to run an easy pace my easy pace is only 30 seconds slower than my race pace okay well let's try run walk so for your easy days and your long run days when your goal is to stay in that those easy heart rate zones easy paces we're gonna you know throw on really easy walk easy run walk. Uh, intervals. We've recently come to the 1530 as being our new favorite, super easy interval.
0: And that's where, that's the way experienced runners can really slow down and then not lose speed in their legs. And so anybody can incorporate the Galloway method into their training, even if they do plan to straight run a race, the Galloway method. What's wonderful about it is it can prevent injuries. I know that we talked about some normal new runner injuries, But I'm going to tell you a really cool story about how the Run-Walk Method came to be. And I'm going to keep it super short because we already said that we had to go. (laughs) So Jeff, out of his running store, was coaching runners. And he had this group of runners who didn't have the fitness to begin his plan. And he was like, but I'm determined to help them. So we had them do a Run-Walk Run program. Well, at the end of 12 weeks... He had his beginning kind of fit runners and then his beginning run walkers. At the end of 12 weeks, his run walkers had no injuries and had caught up in fitness to his runners that were, quote, fit
1: enough to begin their program. And none of the run walkers dropped out of the program. Yeah. Because a lot of times that was what would happen when they were just trying to run straight is by the end of the 12 weeks, half of them had decided, well, I'm in too much pain. I'm injured. I'm not... This is too hard. I don't want and to they keep get, going. And yeah, none of the run walkers quit. So the program used to
0: be called like Run Injury Free with Jeff Galloway, but as you can tell, like running injuries, overuse injuries can still happen. So there's a little rebranding there. But we just um, we think that this is such a great way for all runners, not just people who want to do run walk. Everyone can put these these walk breaks into their long runs, into their easy runs. They can then slow down, control their heart rate, and then find a lot of improvement because they're going to be more rested and prepared for their hard workout days. Um, So we definitely recommend... Um, incorporating run walk intervals into those easy runs into those long runs and it will just make life so much better you're gonna get so fast you're gonna feel great and hopefully hold injuries at bay
1: and improve as you run and you won't necessarily be running slower because your cadence will be still pretty fast you'll still be actually running at a quick running speed so your overall pace will look slow your overall heart rate will be nice and chill, but you're actually keeping a lot of foot speed in there and so you're keeping uh speed in your legs that you'll, you know, be able to tap into on race day.
0: Yeah, and I know we post a lot of our average paces online and everybody asks us what speed do you run at? And I would say our average run speed is somewhere between 730 and 7 720 and 740, really, most of our average run speed. So that's pretty quick. But for a 12-minute mile, we would do, say, a 1530 with that. So we'll leave you with that today, and we're excited to come at you with Episode 5 on Wednesday.
1: Yeah, and we will be posting a Run, Walk, Run, Getting Started uh, training
0: plan as well. It will be in the, in these show notes on this post, but it's also on the half marathon post as well. And, um, we're just so excited that
1: everybody has been on this journey with us. It's been so amazing. It's been so fun. Let us know what you think. And, uh, we, yeah, we hope to hear from you. Send us feedback. Yeah. All right. Well,
0: enjoy your weekend and we will, we'll see you soon. (laughs) Bye. Bye.